I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey friends, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 138, and today I'm just going to talk a little bit about music, Mother's Day, and I don't know, making it through May, crazy May. This month is going to be really busy, so I'm not doing any new books or anything that I have to like research a lot, and I'm just going to share some thoughts that come to me throughout the week. So this past weekend, my family and I went to Boston for my acapella groups, my Boston College acapella groups, the Acoustics, 30th anniversary of the beginning of the group. And both my husband Nate and I were in the group and we got in like, within the first year of its founding. So they had the first performance in 1993 of the spring. And I got in in January of 1994. And my husband got in the fall of 1993. So we have been with the group from the beginning. And it's crazy to think that it's already been 30 years. It's also crazy how you go back and, and sometimes... You see some of these people that you sing with and spent so much time with, and it's like you're just back like how it was. It was just so fun. I did a little episode, uh, I believe it was 91, on how singing is like this super icebreaker and can help you bond quickly. And I just feel like that is just so true. Like we met up, we sang together and it's just like, hey, we're back. Like, how are you? And I feel like the relationships are richer because all of us have just gone through life. We have all these life experiences, whether it be becoming parents and having kids, losing parents, going through divorces, you know, having a career, just all the things that kind of make a full life and then just living life it just made it so much richer and yet we're still like back to just joking and singing together and all the little things that were fun about being together in college we just enjoyed again so it was really just a nice experience and then so you know we have all the people that we sang with and we're we've come back regularly over the years and we were really good probably for the first 20 years for sure coming back every year and I noticed that as this idea of singing being an icebreaker when you hear someone sing you just have this desire to like get to know them or to find out more about their story and I just felt like that was a case with 
the group and we had so many different events during the weekend where we were singing. And so you had just have opportunities to hear people and be like, oh, I love that song. Tell me a little bit about that. And then you, you know, just say you did really well. And that's just a really good way to have an opportunity to get to know someone. And so in some ways it is really true. This idea that you hear someone sing in an intimate setting and you have this desire to get to know them better. The other thing that was really interesting about this weekend is how traditions that we started 30 years ago now have become just so ingrained and so big and meaningful to the current group and to even, you know, people throughout the years that we just kind of started as like, oh yeah, we're going to sing in this stairwell because it sounds good. And then it just became this like, thing you did after you sing people in is you go and you go to the bath stairwell and you sing. And then we started this tradition where we had to go into a bigger room that would house all of us. So after our big final show, we go into this rotunda in one of the buildings on campus that is all stone and it has, it's like three stories high and it just is so amazing that you don't need any extra mics and you can just hear the sounds of everything so well. That's one of my favorite parts, just being able to listen and just almost feel the music in that space. The only other way I can describe feeling the music is when you have like noise canceling headphones on and you're listening to music, but it's just experiencing music in that way is just really awesome. And it is so true from the episode, it talks about it releases oxytocin and all these good hormones that you want to like get to know each other better. And so like you do after you sit there with everybody and you're listening to this music, then you get up and everyone's like, oh my gosh, hey. And they're just more bonding and appreciating with everybody. And then other traditions like you would have this, what they call the Jaeger shot and you would do it in your singing order. And that would happen after, I don't know, at singings or, or when people get into the group and at final show and how that has just grown and grown and grown to be so meaningful that we had to like break it down. Otherwise, our Jaeger shots or toasts for the evening would be like seven hours long if everybody took it. So we had to have just one person per class give a toast and then everyone took either a real alcoholic shot or like myself and many others, just a, you know, non-alcoholic toast. So anyway, it's just so awesome. And then the other thing that I think is really fantastic that I got to do as a senior and that all of the other members get to do as seniors is they get to have what is called their final show and they get to sing their song and then they get to do a small project of song that they can pick of whatever they want to sing as a way to just say goodbye to the group and then just almost to like Boston College in general and just this unique opportunity to share thoughts and your love with everybody you've spent the past four years with. Because there's people who have come back to see you, who you, you know, knew when you were freshman and sophomore, and then people who are going to still be there who are younger than you. And it's just a unique opportunity to also thank people for enjoying your music. And I was also thinking, wow, 
wouldn't it be amazing if we just all had the opportunity to do that? Because like, I feel like we have these funerals when we die, right? But we don't get to stand up and tell everyone how grateful we are. It's like everyone says they're grateful for us. But if there could be a time where you just like said how grateful you are, and maybe that's stuff that happens at weddings and birthdays. and But I just think maybe it would be such a fun idea to just throw a big party for all of your friends just for being your friends and just celebrate everybody, you know? I just was like, wow, there's so many parallels between like the college life and then relating that to like living your full life because college life happens so quickly. You go from like a baby to a grandma in acoustics terms, like when you get into the group, you're a baby and then by the end, you're like a grandma of the group and that only happens in four years. But in real life, think about so many experiences, so many people you could just be grateful for and the growth you have over your life. And the last kind of fun thing that was interesting about coming back, you know, it's 30 years. Nate and I were one of the first married couples to have kids. And so we would be bringing our young kids back again and again. So when we came this year, you know, all of our kids are teenagers and actually two are in college and everyone was sort of like blown away because we haven't been back in like five years. And they're like, well, I just can't believe this is the little kid that we saw, you know, and It's just kind of fun how they've watched our kids kind of grow up, not super closely, but a year at a time as we've come back and they were just like, wow, this is so cool. So fun weekend. I'm so grateful that I have had that in my life to be able to sing and have a group like that to come back and just enjoy even for a short weekend. And I've just felt like I'm better equipped kind of at this time in my life to maybe work on those relationships a little bit more. And so Nate and I are like, well, maybe we can try to get back another time during the year and catch the current group so we can get to know them a little bit better. And yeah, so it was just fun. And it's fun to, we were asked to emcee the big banquet and just to like welcome everybody in and just be so grateful for everybody and kind of see all the eras as they come in and out. And anyway, it was a good time. And I'm grateful again for singing and music in general. Okay, now coming up, not this Sunday, this will come out on May 5th, but the following Sunday is Mother's Day. So I'm sort of like trying to think about how can I get ready and how can I help you guys get ready? I was looking back at the other Mother's Day episodes that I've done. And last year, I didn't do a Mother's Day episode because my daughter had just come from home from her mission. And I can't believe it's been a year, like almost a year in a couple days, like when she returned home. What? And so I just reposted my gratitude episode, which I think is really helpful at being a mom. But then the year before I posted, it was episode 51. I talked about 10 things I learned from my kids. And it's so true how much you learn from your kids as a mother. I mean, there's just so many things that you learn as a mother. And then the year before that, episode seven, I talked about my mom's journey, her faith journey, and I called it courage to stand strong. And so it's just kind of fun to think about how I was able to honor her. And I guess that was around the time. Yeah, she was sick at that time. So, and it is a little bit bittersweet as you have a Mother's Day when like 
my mother is gone and I'll still honor her, but I don't have to think of it in that way. You know, like I don't have to think about what am I going to get her and how am I going to do that? And usually I'm out of town. And anyway, it's just, it's a little bit bittersweet. And I really do miss my mom every once in a while, actually a lot of whiles. Anyway, so I thought I would review a couple of my like ways or tips that helps me get through Mother's Day. First of all, there is no such thing as a perfect mom. (laughs) Just like get over that idea. And I found this quote that I loved by Jill Churchill that said, there's no way to be a perfect mother and a million ways to be a good one. Isn't that just so helpful? There's so many ways you can be a good mom. So just worry about that and try not to compare yourself with others, especially like I know sometimes we go to church and everyone's talking about their mom and what if you don't really get along with your mom or have that type of relationship and all these things, just like let all those things go and do your best to like love you, whatever way you are doing your best to be a mom. And if you're not a mom, like... I think it's somewhat awesome to be a mom and be honored in that way, but I think it is even more fun to just honor your mother and to just enjoy that honoring of your mother. Okay, try to enjoy whatever comes throughout the day. I think Mother's Day sometimes has really good parts and maybe not so good parts. And just to be, I don't know, I feel like sometimes if you lower your expectations of the day, then you can just like enjoy it. Whatever happens, happens. But my other tip is if you want to have expectations for the day and there are certain things you want to have happen, put your order in now with your husband, with your kids. What are things that you want to have happen on Mother's Day? This comes out and it's a week before or, you know, like it'll be a Friday. So yeah, you have almost a whole week to put in your order. If you haven't done that, think about the things you want. Tell your kids, send them links. Don't expect them to read your mind. I think moms in general have learned that that's really not the case but I just feel like it's so important to just get out what you want and if you have no idea then it's not a big deal whatever happens happens if you want your house clean like say that ahead of time and I say that I want people to actually help me clean the house today or I want you to pay for someone to clean the house that would be amazing so just be willing to make sure you're telling your family or kids what you want to have happen on that day. So it's funny because my son was born in the middle of May and sometimes it falls on Mother's Day. It's happened a few different times this year we're sharing the day. And so I am always like, okay, let's separate it. Let's just celebrate your birthday on Saturday. We'll celebrate me on Sunday. And so I was asking him again today and he's like, yeah, let's just celebrate me on Saturday because then I can do fun things. (laughs) instead of having it on Sunday. I was like, okay. So I have to also worry about that. So I have to put in my orders, but make sure I'm also aware of having stuff done for my son on his birthday. Plus like, May, you guys, it's so crazy. We've got prom coming up this week. Actually, this comes out and my son's going to prom with um, someone. And then concerts, end of the year activities. We've got an open house for the Columbus, Ohio temple that we need to get to because it's being rededicated in June. And the open house is open till the 13th of May. And then just like end of the year stuff that happens, like 
it's always so busy. Whew. And now I have to put on top of that preparing for not only my son graduating from high school, but then he literally starts at MTC on June 12th. That gives like two weeks after school's out. We're out pretty early. I think it's May 26th. I think his graduation is even earlier than that, which I'm grateful for. That gives me more time, but I just have to like take a deep breath, make sure I'm planning, getting all the things in that need to happen, enjoying Mother's Day, all, (laughs) it's all going to be okay, planning a little vacation because I'm going to have all my kids in town for just one week this summer. And I just only have a couple days where we can all like do something. And to finish off, Today, I thought I would just read a few quotes that I found about mothers. There were just some fun quotes, some meaningful quotes, and some funny quotes. So yeah, here's some that I really liked. Okay. Becoming a mother makes you realize you can do almost anything one-handed. And that was an unknown speaker. This one I really like too. Sometimes I open my mouth and my mother comes out. <laughs> Isn't that so true? Okay. A sleeping baby is the new happy hour. And these again, both of those are all from an unknown source. And then this one is another good motherhood. If you think my hands are full, you should see my heart. Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm going to repeat the one I said earlier about by Jill Churchill. It says, there's no way to be a perfect mother and a million ways to be a good one. Okay, and some of these are from some celebrities. So one is from Tina Fey. Being a mom has made me so tired and so happy. And then I like this one also from Cheryl Crow. Little souls find their way to you, whether they're from your womb or someone else's. And then this one is from Beyonce. It says, my daughter introduced me to myself. Oh, I just I think that's so true that you find out so much more about yourself as you become a mom. Oh, such a cool thing. And then another quote from Drew Barrymore. My favorite thing about being a mom is just what a better person it makes you on a daily basis. So, so true. Okay, this one was from Annie Lennox, and she said, Motherhood was the great equalizer for me. I started to identify with everybody. I feel like that's so true that you really can talk to anybody about life as a mom. (laughs) Okay, Maria Shriver, having kids, the responsibility of rearing good, kind, ethical, responsible human beings is the biggest job anyone can embark on. Elaine Hefner The art of mothering is to teach the art of living to children. So true. Helping your kids really, you live and show them how to live. Okay, John Steinbeck. Perhaps it takes courage to raise children. Perhaps. Totally does. All right. This one I really liked. Maya Angelou. To describe my mother would be to write about a hurricane in its perfect power. Wow. (laughs) And then E.M. Forster. I am sure that if the mothers of various nations could meet, there would be no more wars. And I totally agree. Sometimes I get so frustrated with wars or terrorists or something. I'm just like, don't you need something to do? Don't you have a family you need to like earn money for instead of like creating all this animosity? For sure, there would be no more wars if all our mothers could meet. Okay, and this one, there wasn't an author, but it said, Motherhood healed me in ways that I did not know before and in places I had no idea needed healing. Okay, I hope you guys have a great week. 
And as you prepare for Mother's Day, I hope it's good for you because I know there's also like Teacher Appreciation Week. Although maybe that's this week. I probably need to get some to my teachers, but there's just a ton in the month of May. So good luck. Hang in there. I'm totally in the craziness with you. And I'll have another message for you next week. Okay, as always, thanks for listening. And I will talk to you later. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening.